Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Joanne, the co-host. Gamer partner. And wife. If this is your first time tuning in, yeah, Joanne and I, we are a married couple. We have two kids and we like gaming. Um, that's kind of what this whole podcast is about. So we talk about a variety of, of topics around all that stuff. Um, relationships, marriage, kids, games, and all of that. This is episode number five. So is this, I don't know, I guess this is, is this a milestone? It is. Woohoo. So it's a little something. That said, uh, if you missed last week, we talked about Back for Blood. And so we actually have a YouTube video out on that of us playing that. This week's episode, we have a new game of the week that we also have a video out on YouTube about. Um, of us playing that. That is Project Winter, but we'll get more into that later on in the episode as far as our review and just what we think about the game. But we do have a couple of things we wanted to get to before we get into all of that. Joanne, do you uh, want to take over? Yes. I thought it would be fun if we do a this or that for couples. Oh, so... oh, oh, this, this. Oh, no, 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 that. No. No, wait, no, this. <laughs> no, I haven't started. So I say like dogs or cats, and then you say dogs. I know you're going to say dogs, and I'll say cats, because I'm a cat person, even though I have asthma, and I'm not supposed to be around cats, but I'm a cat person. I love dogs, too. Okay, so I mean, this, this or that, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, what do we got? What do you have for us? Let's see. Planning or winging it? Um usually winging it i think i used to kind of be more of a planner but now it's just like with schedules being so busy it's kind of like figure things out as you go because we don't have the time to plan everything all the time um so i i mean yeah winging it what do you what would you say i'm always the winging it person all right next night out or night in oh night in come on we're podcasters and gamers and True. parents Night out is nice every once in a while, just to kind of have time away from the kids, especially if we have somebody to watch them. But mm. I am usually just as happy with a night in hanging out with you. Okay, fair point. Foot truck or restaurant? Uh, restaurant? I mean, some food trucks can be like decent quality food, but I just feel like, you know, I guess all yeah. my favorite places to eat. Restaurants. restaurants, not necessarily food trucks, but you know, I mean, sometimes you take what you can get. Yep. Funny movie or dramatic movie? Funny movie. Funny. Definitely. <laughs> we need some laughter. Helps us live longer, apparently. Yeah, there's nothing like sitting down and laughing to a good, funny movie. I can name a few good ones off the top of my head, but um, yeah, definitely funny movies all the way. All right. Expensive gift or homemade gift? Homemade gift, and um, that makes me think of a few things that you've actually made me over the years um, that have stuck around. So, like what? Uh, what was that like that book thing that you made? I think it was for Christmas or 
was like a hollowed out book and like you had all the decor stuff and oh, really like yeah, an yeah. art piece thing that you made that you put That's together. True. I like art. I, do I don't remember crafts. what was that. Was that Christmas or my birthday or what was that for? I don't remember either. I should remember, <laughs> but it was really cool. I know we still have it out on display. And that was yeah. like completely handmade and everything. So yeah. that was, I'd rather that you do that than just buying an expensive gift. Uh, I like expensive gifts. Unless it's a gifts. PS5. If I it's like a PS5, gifts. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, now PS5 would be for me. <laughs> what? All right, you got another one? Yes. All right, calling or texting? Texting, usually? Yeah. I don't know. It depends. I don't know. Like texting gives you the opportunity to just like reply at your own convenience. But then like sometimes you get so wrapped up in stuff and so busy that you forget to text. Yeah. And sometimes it happens. I don't like it when that happens. But and then sometimes people call you and then they don't leave a message. And then like you don't know. I guess I would say both like call. And if you don't, no. if they don't answer, like leave no. a text message. Choose one. Choose one. Is it this or that? You can't have this and that? No, can't have both. Uh, I, guess, I guess text, because at least you get the message across no matter what. Like, I hate, like, oh, I have a voicemail. I have to go in, get your voicemail password, listen to the whole recording, you know, and then either save it, delete it. It just takes, like, so long compared to just reading a text message. Okay. Unless it's, like, a long message and, like, you text message just doesn't get it done. But uh, I guess text message for the most part. Okay. For me, it's calling. I like calling. I like to hear a voice. I don't like texting. We always read it or interpret it wrongly, you know? True. Yeah, I guess the tone of voice isn't, isn't there for texting. All right. Coffee date or cocktail date? Cocktail date, I guess. Yeah. Just because I'm not that much of like a morning person. Like, I don't I know. I mean, I'm up for work, but like if I'm going to like go out and like meet somebody, like I don't think we ever had a coffee date. I know. Like we had evening dates. We had like late night hot chocolate dates. But not coffee. But like I know coffee. Neither of us are like necessarily morning people. Yeah, so that's why we're gamer parents. Although we like coffee, like I want it here at home before I go out. Not like get up, get ready, go out, and then have coffee. I know. Like I need the caffeine before like, early on. Exactly. I'm with you there. Yeah. I think our first date was actually out to like a cocktail place where we had a few I drinks. Know. Like, so definitely that one. Yeah, I agree. I just can't imagine. Unless if we're like KJ before dawn <laughs> instead of after dark. <laughs> yeah, I think the name of the podcast too just kind of indicates we're more like evening, nighttime people than morning people. Mm -hmm. Most people that know us would probably agree. You know, we're not that early of risers and we're not really that active in the mornings. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Talking or listening? Oh, for me, listening, definitely, which is weird because you wouldn't expect an answer from anyone who has anything to do with a podcast. <laughs> I would way rather listen and respond like to somebody else's motions um, versus being the talker. I like to talk. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, I'm glad you listen. <laughs> we were a perfect match. Okay, last one. Looks or personality? And you can't have both. <laughs> well, I got both with oh, you. Cheesy. No, with personality, definitely. Um, and that's something that, like, yeah. like, over time, I've fallen more and more in love with your personality. Like, whereas, like when you see someone's looks, like, you know, that's, that's what brings you in at first. But then personality takes more time uh, to kind of uncover and, and get used to kind of, I don't True. know. But Same I think here. personality is more important. But you learn that as you get older, I think. <laughs> That's true. 
and we're all so old. <laughs> all right, so that was it, folks. I hope you have a great time listening to the This or That Couples Edition. Okay, so like I said earlier, Project Winter was our game of the week this week. We got a little bit of time in playing it, so kind of wanted to give our thoughts. This, this one is on Game Pass, which is one of the reasons why we picked it. And it's actually leaving soon, I think probably within the next couple of days of this episode coming out. So if you do have Game Pass, you might be just about out of time to try it. You can pick it up. I don't think it's too expensive if you do want to try it, but definitely listen to what we have to say about it first. I fell in love with the description of it at first. To me, it sounded similar to like an Among Us style game where there's a trader and you don't know who it is. You, you have your teammates and you don't exactly know who's on your side and who's not on your side. Kind of similar to the Among Us whole crewmate imposter thing that they had going. So I really thought I was going to like this one because I do really like Among Us. And then kind of jumping into the game, you're like starting in a cabin and that's kind of like the warmth and you're like stuck in the you know, frozen tundra or of whatever, wherever you're, you are. Uh, I don't think there's really much backstory behind it, but you know, like I said, there's, there's two traders and you don't know exactly who it is. You need to finish tasks so that you can escape this frozen area that you're stuck in or be getting rescued but you need to like fix the radio and all of that uh, so you can call in help. Yeah, pretty um, much like Among Us, but kind of similar. Yeah, you're out there, you're collecting, you know, stone and wood and herbs, herbs and yeah, berries and I don't know whatever else, and you're crafting stuff with all those. And you can make like a mining pick um, and all this, so that you can kind of use as like your weapon, and it also helps you gather materials faster. Yeah. Um, pretty interesting, just like Among Us, just more, um, I would say, adult version, adulty version. Yeah, I guess the other, other thing, you know, Among Us, you can't really do anything as a crewmate, but as, you know, a, I don't know what they're even called in this game, but, um, essentially, regardless of who you are, you still have the ability to, like, attack each survivors. other. Yeah, if you're like a survivor, I don't know what, I guess what they're called. Um, you can still attack other survivors or you can attack the trader if you don't you don't know who the trader is but you can still kind of defend yourself if you're suspicious of somebody you can attack them back basically yeah. so it's probably a little bit more dangerous um for the trader than the imposter and among us because people can fight back you don't just hit a button and they're dead you know also so it takes some time to actually finish somebody off so it's kind of riskier you might get caught the map kind of seems bigger and takes longer to kind of move around so you're less less likely to run into people in this game so a lot you know less likely for someone to have eyes on you in this game it's mostly ears like if you can if you're close to other players you could hear them versus eyes on them also there's like a proximity chat too versus like you know, Among Us just had the the text chat in between rounds, and yeah, Dream here you know you just hit spacebar and you you know, or if you're playing on Xbox, it's probably a different button, but you can you know talk to the people around you if they're close enough, they'll be able to hear you. So if you're in trouble or someone's chasing you, you can kind of yell out to anyone nearby you um, of what's going on, and then people can hear like you know live of what's what's uh, what's happening. You can kind of get people's attention that way versus other, you know, among us. Like, you, there wasn't any of that. You kind of hope that people would see things happening or seeing certain behavior 
And now you're actually able to talk to people. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if someone's coming after you and you're suspicious of them, you can tell them to back away, you know, uh, threaten them with your mining pick or something, um, whatever you need to do to keep them away from you if you don't, uh, if you don't trust them. Um, you can also talk to people and kind of strategize like, hey, stick by me. I don't, you know, don't want to be alone with this person or that kind of thing. But it's kind of neat that I guess there's the, they have that proximity chat. Yeah. And the um, traders, like imposters in Among Us, they could also set traps like bear traps or mines or explosives to trap you. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, there's like tasks that the team has to do and they can like set a trap, you know, in the perfect spot so that if you're trying to complete the task, um, you fall into that trap. And so that's no, that's no good. Uh, but that's something that the traders will try to do. So there's stuff like that that they try to set people backwards and try to kill off the, the other members once they, if they get the chance to, um, if they find them somewhere remote with no other teammates around. Oh, yeah. And like in Among Us, where um, you have like scientists and engineers or um, imposters and angels, you also have like roles within um, the people, the survivors in Project Winter, like hackers and whatever. Yeah, there's like different roles that you can be um, that give you kind of a diff different thing you can do, which I don't really understand all of that yet. To be honest, the day we were streaming this, I was like really tired and having a hard time <laughs> figuring out the game because the tutorial was, didn't really seem the best and like the stuff wasn't really that obvious if you just try and jump into a game. Um, and everyone we were playing with like really knew what they were doing, seemed like, and like they were trying to explain things or what they were doing and like none of it was really like clicking for me. So I was having a hard time following like what the heck was going on uh, like this one person was like oh I'll, I'll sacrifice myself for the team so that they can win and like i did not understand like how that helps the team win i, I don't know like i think i, I kind of get what she was getting at now but um yeah at the time it was like I, this doesn't make any sense to me like what like how do you even win the game like how do you get through the different tasks and all this stuff like how trying to figure it out like on the fly um and when they keep getting killed by traders they're not making it any easier yeah i like they have like roles as survivors roles as traders and r neutral roles so i was like a scout in one tra in one of the games that we played and i was a defector in another and i was also a trader in another so I could be in like cool. tracker, I think. So I could like like choose somebody to like track, and then you see like where they are on the map at all times. Um, well, this is not even the map. Like you see like what direction they are, I think, from where you are, and like that's it. So I, I didn't really seem like hugely helpful. Maybe I just wasn't really taking advantage of it all that much. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of sucked at the game. And like reading the description of it at first, like I thought it was going to be really fun. Like I really liked Among Us. Like this sounds sounds like even better, like even more fun. And then <laughs> I, I thought know. we switched roles. Like you were so excited to try it out. I was super and I was, pumped up to try it. You were didn't seem that excited. Yeah, to try I was it. like so chill about it. And then when we started playing it, and then I really got into it, and I decided like, oh, let's play it again and again. And and plus, it helps that I keep getting new roles. Right? Yeah, so. I kept getting the same role every time. And, and I never got to be the traitor. And I think every game I died before you did. 
and and you got to be the traitor at least once. Mm. That was not fair. Just saying. <laughs> well, we have to play it more. I can't wait to maybe. play it again. <laughs> we didn't get to play it as much as we wanted to this week, so maybe we'll give it one more go before we switch to the next game. But but I have to admit, this weekly game schedule is pretty rushed. We have we have you know play each game for a couple of days, two or three days. Um, you know, get a few good gaming sessions in on it, and then we're kind of off to the next one. So it's like we don't really get to nail one down yet. Well, that also shows how convenient the games are for gamer parents, you know? Like, if it's a game that needs more attention, obviously it's not as convenient, which we'll dive deeper into when we give our ratings later. But that is one of the, um, the aspects to the games that we have to choose with time being a limitation right now as parents of toddlers slash babies. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of more drawn to the games that you can hop in and out of. Um, you know, within a matter of days, I think that's one of the cool things about Game Pass, just having that subscription service that, oh, this game looks cool, let's try it out, play it a few times, and then, okay, let's hop onto a different game. This one looks nice, let's try that one out, and then, you know, you can kind of play a mixed bag of different games, you know, whatever we feel like playing, and you can even go back to old ones that we've done before, so, which I'm sure we will. Like, yeah. I'm definitely not done with Among Us or Overcooked. I know. Well, Among Us, since we're comparing Among Us and Project Winter, I would think like Among Us is definitely something that gamer couples should try out since it's so easy to take a grasp of versus um, Project Winter, which requires more time to understand the gameplay and the roles and how oh, things yeah. work. Oh, if, you, if you're listening and you play Among Us, let us know. I want to play. Give me a reason to get back into it. <laughs> it's awesome. So do we um, want to say what we like and don't like about sure. the game? Kind of a um, yeah, basic sense? Yeah, I can sense. start if you don't mind. Sure, go for it. <laughs> okay, what I like about Project Winter is the complexity of it. Like, I know it requires more time, but I just like how it's more like a mind game. Just like Among Us is a mind game, but this is also pretty much a cool thing. I mean, I like to play Clue and those kind of like murder mystery kind of thing to figure out who the imposter is. So this is definitely like um, an upper scale, I would say, of Among Us. I also like the proximity chat and voice chat where you could just talk anytime during the game um, versus like in Among Us where we have to only discuss when we find a dead body or when a meeting is held. So that is definitely a plus for me because... We can scream help help and hope someone's near enough to hear to hear us call out and yeah there's just a cool way of playing you know with other people online and then so that's what i like about it what i dislike about project winter is the fact that there's no map that you could just pull out you have to go to the board and the signboard and see like okay this is where i am right now and where we have to go what's around it's kind of maybe i'm just not used to the game i know there's like quadrants or i don't know little boxes that look like quadrants on to show where you are in the map um but that's about it yeah, i the just ma the map is not very good or useful that's a good point yeah especially everything's like all wintry and i guess it makes sense if you're in a snowy place it's probably like you're bound to get lost more compared to like when you're in um yeah 
So that is one. Another thing I do not like about Project Winter is that the there's a limit to how much we can hold in our backpack, which makes sense. But then it's like, all right, I have, there you only have like four slots, and I think you can have craft something to have an extra slot of uh, item to carry. But it's like, okay, I have a weapon, and then I want to collect food, and then I want to collect what's the word for it materials or yeah i mean one thing we didn't mention is like you also have like a temperature level like you don't want it to get too low and you have a food level so like you have to eat something every once in a while so like you only get four slots and one of them needs to be your weapon so you can like defend yourself if you have to and then you know one is maybe some food if you need to eat later just carry it around to have something on you um, you know, you can bring like wood to make like a campfire to keep you warm when you're out there unless you have, want to go back to the cabin. So like if you have those three things, that's three out of your four slots. And then you only have one slot to carry like materials that you're like out farming. So yeah, like just not really inventory space is like a huge problem. I know I'm so used to playing games with like tons of inventory space. So this is a bit like four. I want to carry a lot. Or maybe I'm just a woman who is unable to pack light. <laughs> I'm That's just saying. true and part of it. I can definitely back that. <laughs> yeah, but that's the two things I like about it and the two things I dislike about it. What about you? Yeah, so I'll start with what I like about it. Um, I do like the proximity chat that they have, um, kind of versus Among Us not having that. I feel like if, if you do something that makes you look guilty, like... And usually know, like, oh, okay, this looks guilty. Like, I just found a dead body and then somebody else saw me near it. Like, you can at least, like, explain yourself. Be like, oh, I just got here. I didn't see anybody, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can, like, explain yourself, like, right then and there. Like, if, you know, somebody has a reason to, to suspect you for something versus, like, not being able to say anything, not being able to, like, defend yourself with words. You just kind of have to wait until the next session in Among Us. So like, I like the proximity chat aspect of it. That makes it a little bit more interesting. Plus it's more engaging because you can kind of like talk back and forth with, um, with the other people in the game, which is neat, a neat aspect. Another thing that I like about it, um, I like that just even as the survivor, you can defend yourself um, with a weapon. Literally, like, you're not like completely useless or defenseless against the, in, the um, traders. So I, I like that part of it too. It also makes it more interesting because if you see two people fighting, you don't necessarily know who's the traitor and who's not. You have to try to figure it out or like they're probably both going to blame the other one. So it's like, who are you going to believe when it comes down to that? And so it's like, sometimes it's like two people are fighting and you don't really know what to do. You're just kind of there watching or you just go in and kill both of them and problem solved. Uh, then, then usually you're taking out a, a, a good guy too, but um, anyways, yeah, I like that the whole every anyone can use a weapon type of thing, and um, so that's that's it for the like what I like about the game. Um, what I don't like about it though is that and this is what I didn't get the sense of just from like looking into the game. You don't really see it in the trailer or anything, but it feels really grindy as far as like the tasks that you have to do. You have to like repair stuff, and it takes like a lot of mats. You're like collecting a whole bunch of berries to like craft into fuel. Not sure how berries can be made into fuel, but 
That's cool. And then you're taking stone and wood and you're making mechanical scraps. I don't know how stone or wood makes mechanical scraps. That doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, so those craft into mechanical scraps and you're using the mechanical scraps and fuel to like repair something. And it takes like forever to get all the things you need to like finish the task. And the, with the inventory space issue that Joanne mentioned, it just, yeah, it's not, the, the tasks are not fun to do at all. And as a survivor, like, you have to do the tasks in order to beat the game or to survive. Another thing I don't like, the game doesn't end, like, when the traders are dead, uh, which didn't really make any sense to me. I feel like if the traders are dead, that should be the end of the game. Like, there's nobody left to, like, try to kill them. Like, it should kind of be a, a victory for the survivors um, and not have to also finish the tasks before the time runs out. So that's the thing. They have to finish all the tasks and then you get away before the timer runs down. Um, but I feel like that should just kind of be the end of the game if the traders die. Cause that, and then it's not even that fun. If the traders are dead and you're just the survivors left... There's not really anybody against you, and it's just you against the clock at that point. That's not that fun. So I, I wish they had kind of made those things a little bit different. But anyways, yeah, that's what I don't really like about the game. Um, but that's really all I got for that. We can go ahead and jump into our ratings. Yeah. Um, Joanne, what do you think on the convenience for Project Winter? For the convenience, I would say it's not the most convenient kind of game only because you need time to be able to understand it, not just like Among Us where you could just play it after and, and figure it out after one gameplay. This one requires more time to even understand the game. And then it's not like you could step out without being killed. Well, I guess you could be AFK if you're in the cabin where the traders can't even hurt you in there. But... I think you would still just like die of starvation. Like, yeah. I mean, after a little while, I think it, I think it could last a while, but your like food bar would be going down. I would think, but I don't think you could do that the whole game or really even that long because you do have the the food bar, and if you're just AFK, you you do need to eat something every once in a while. Although it goes down pretty slow, so I mean, if you have to step away, that does buy you a little bit of time. Yeah, so from 1 to 10, I would give it like a 4. 4 on convenience? Okay, yeah. so a little Four less convenience. convenient. Yeah, a little less most. convenient. And okay. I, I had given this a 5 um, just because it's semi-convenient. The games seem to be a little bit on the longer side, but then it doesn't feel like that detrimental if you leave a game early or have to go AFK um or that kind of thing so yeah i mean it doesn't it's not that it doesn't feel that punishing you know if you need to, to miss the second half of the game or something if you need to go attend to something else um so I mean, yeah i gave it a five what about on communication joanne what do you think for the communication i would say the communication is about 10 i think it's really needed that voice chat and just being able to work together, like you could like assign tasks to each other if you start talking in the beginning versus only saying a word or two during the game. I think that makes a difference. So a 10, really? Yeah. Yeah. What do you give it? I was thinking more like a 7. Um, and the communication is definitely required and needed. Um, 
it's one of those games where you're like you're meant to talk especially using the voice chat my only thing was like i was so like kind of confused by like what to do next and like everybody else was talking and i didn't really know like what to do or what to say so i was like pretty quiet overall on the day that we were playing this so i mean yeah like I, i probably would talk more and more as i understand the game a lot better but like just kind of going into it fresh with no really experience in how to play the game like i yeah i wasn't really communicating much that's probably what's leading more to a seven it might be more like an eight or so um once i kind of get more used to the game yeah you didn't really talk much in the game either i didn't i didn't honestly i didn't really know what i was doing i just went around collected my mats tried to contribute the best i could i know and, and then you I, die. you ended up being suspicious <laughs> Yeah, I went around with these guys to go like open a bunker, and then as soon as I opened it, they killed me. Yeah, but even in other times when you were not killed in secret, like you were like in front of the cabin, and then you got killed. When I think that yeah, was the time I was me. a traitor. People were like, "It was you." I know, because I was like, "Oh, it's KJ," and then the other traitor went like, "Oh yes, it was KJ," and then we just like. It was so easy because we were talking. If you were on the voice chat, you could have been saying like, no, hey, I was just here. But you I did. That's like <laughs> the only time that I would really talk was when somebody would accuse me and I'd be like, oh, wait, what? Why Why me? Like, what? You have no proof. You're just pointing fingers at me. You're suspicious, not me. Yeah. I think the talking helps build trust with like other players. If you're a trader and you start talking and earning people's trust and people will be like, oh, yeah. So I, I think that's why I gave it a 10. It's like Among Us where um, you need to build the trust and f- figure it out. Only that this is voice, so you hear it more than you see it on the screen. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So what that's for communication. What do you think for the story? I think the story, like Among Us, if I was to look at it the way you did for Among Us, you forever changed my perspective i would give it a nine only because it's always different depending on who you play with and it's also the task that we play so far for the three rounds or i don't know how many rounds that we played the task was always different so i thought that was like pretty cool that our survivors our survivors task is always changing every game so that's why I give it a 9 out of 10, because the story is always different. That's true, and I get what you're saying like about the story, and I mean, the tasks vary slightly from game to game, and it feels a little bit different. And I think, that, like I was saying in a few episodes ago about Among Us, the story in that one feels really deep because of the characters themselves and everybody kind of playing into this murder mystery style. And I think this game has kind of the same approach, and I don't know what it is, like if it's the Among Us characters like felt more like personable, like everybody kind of has like their own look and feel like with how they're how they're choosing to have their character dressed and all that. Um, you know, and some some look more scary, some look more cute and innocent. And so like it kind of builds like diversity among the people in the game versus like this one, everybody kind of looks the same. I mean, like they you choose like what body style you want your character to be. But for the most part, everybody kind of looked the same. Maybe that was just the games we were playing, but it felt like that kind of made the story lacking a little bit more. 
And like among us, like everybody's a different color. So it's like, oh, everybody's a little bit different versus like here, it's like, oh, there's just a bunch of players that are all kind of meshed together. Um, but I mean, I guess the voice chat does kind of add to it too. So for the story, I'm going to go with a seven. Okay. So better than most because of what this game has going for it as far as kind of <laughs> how it feels for like a story driven aspect. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the best I feel I could give it. So what about repeatability? Um, if we, if and when we get a hang of playing this game and understanding every single role, I would say the repeatability would be six, like slightly higher than average, you know? Um, but because right now we're still learning about the game, which takes a while we're not as young and we don't have all that time anymore <laughs> so um yeah i'll give it a six because i still think it's a pretty cool game you know game of social deception they say <laughs> yeah okay that's that's fair um i was thinking for repeatability more like a five not really wanting to give it too much like it's there's pretty much only like two maps um, one that's like the basic map, which is for like a more simplified game mode. And it's just, it's basically the same map or feels like it. It's just smaller. So there's kind of less terrain to cover. Um, and then there's the normal map, which is kind of just a bigger version of it. But it really looks the same. I think things are like in a different place, but it's not really, it doesn't feel like a different map like every game. It kind of feels the same. There's the cabin and then there's the bunkers all spread out and then everything else looks the same so um there's not like different maps that you can play or like different game modes it kind of feels like you're kind of doing the same thing you're just doing it with different people every time which i think that the doing it with different people in this game makes a big difference because it's really focused on the other people in the game and kind of how you're interacting with them so that makes every game feel a little bit different but not enough to really make this game feel like it's that repeatable to me. So five is kind of the what I feel like I can go with, kind of just average repeatability. And that's probably me being a little gracious. Or biased. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what do you think on fun? I don't know. I actually do like it. I like it. I think it was pretty fun. Only when some of the tasks was like more... Like, remember the one with the cipher station one where you have to go to every different bunker to figure out a number and then go back to the cipher station to put the yeah, code in? Yeah, that was in. tough. So, yeah, that, that, that kind of got me because I think one game we played, we had to, like, collect the, the mats I was talking about with the fuel and the mechanical scraps and everything to repair this thing. And then the next game, it was a completely different task, which I didn't realize because I went around, like, collecting all the stuff I needed and then I went over and realized that, oh, it's, they're having us do something different. So I had just like wasted the last like five minutes of the game collecting stuff that I didn't even need. So, yeah, it, it, I feel like, and I'll go ahead and I'll let you give your rating first and then I'll come back and kind of say what I think about the fun level for me. So fun for me, I would give. Okay. I, I think for me, I'm giving it a fun of three and that's because for me right now it's definitely below average on the fun level um and i think most yeah i think because you know before we played the game i thought 
how you were talking about it, you would have given it a nine out of ten. Yeah, I was really excited <laughs> to try this game. Like, you were so at the, excited. Looking at the trailer and everything, it looked really fun. It was like a kid receiving a Christmas gift or something. Yeah, and then and then the weird thing is like because you didn't really you weren't really that excited for this one like I was, and after we played it, it like totally like swapped on us. Like <laughs> I was like, ah, I really don't like this, and you're like, this is fun. We should we should we keep playing it. We should play it again. And I was like, oh, Nick, can next week come any faster, please? Like, what's the next game? Come on. Um, <laughs> I do think, like, if I kind of get used to it a little bit more, I'd probably like it a little bit more. Like, that might reach a four or a five. Like, if I start to get the hang of it, and that's obviously going to make it a little bit more fun. But at least in the first few days of playing it, I'm not, I'm not really hooked to it. It's not, it hasn't grabbed me like most games do. <laughs> unfortunately not the best ratings from me all right what were our totals i think you definitely Total. gave it more than me totally it up totally it up all right i got a 27 really what did i get i don't know i uh i thought you were gonna add up your own <laughs> hang on give me a second to add up mine let's see uh you got a 35 i think really yeah you got a 35 and what did I say at 27? I don't know. So yeah, not the best score from me. Yours was actually pretty decent. You're right. I got a 35. You you rated this game pretty high. Well, it's out of 50. Out of 50. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. For this game. And yours was what? 20. Totally bummed because I feel like um I mean, we've only been this is like the fourth game we've rated now and I feel like the ones that I was expecting to like be really good and to play really good like kind of bummed me out uh like this one in particular and you know back for blood i thought was going to be a little better than it was among us i ended up liking a lot more than i thought i would and <laughs> really true. same same with overcooked wait what know. was yours again minus 34 27 oh wow this is the first time i think our scores are kind of more than five points apart yeah, normally we come pretty close together mm -hmm. so i think we have i guess i think we have a different taste in games but possibly so far, we've picked ones that we both like. This is kind of the first one. I know. I like Murder Mystery. You know, I always love watching CSI and Murder, She Wrote back in those days. Yeah, this one just seems a little too slow and boring for me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably give it one more good try before uh, and see if it changes my opinion on anything. True, true. Never say never. Yeah, so that was our ratings for Project Winter. If you want to check out our gameplay of it, you can find that on our YouTube channel. We had a few pretty interesting games on there. Um, one in particular was, was pretty funny. So I had died off pretty early, and I kind of followed the traders around as a ghost so I could kind of watch them and see what they were up to. And um, they had found Joanne, who was the only other person alive, and they kind of told her that they killed the other, killed the actual traders, which was a lie, and that they were gonna go escort her to some like supply box and keep her safe, which was also a lie. And so when they went with her to the supply box, Joanne grabbed a shotgun out of there and just started blasting them. Um, and it was pretty funny. She almost took them out, but yeah, they got her and killed her off before she was able to do much. So that ended the game right there for us as a loss. But it looked pretty close, and it was pretty funny um, to kind of see that go off. I didn't want to ruin the 
I guess I kind of ruined the story or what actually ends up happening, but it's pretty cool to see. You can check that out in the video um, on our YouTube channel. But anyways, thanks for tuning in and uh, watching this, listening to this week's episode. Check out us on Instagram at KJ underscore after underscore dark. Thanks everyone. And we will talk to you next week. See